You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Stafford throws for Cup. He's got it. Cooper Cup. It's a rare touchdown. Twenty-nine yards away. After going down the middle of the field and spinning, he hauls it in at a perfect throw from Stafford. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Wednesday morning as we're getting closer and closer to Christmas here and we're getting closer and closer to the end of the NFL season. Week 16 starts tomorrow night. And finally last night, we wrapped up week 15. We'll react here to the Eagles win and the cover, depending on where you were and when you got that number because it jumped around so much. We'll react to that. And, of course, we just heard there Stafford and the Rams win over the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is done now after we uh, we kind of toyed with the idea they could jump back in the playoff race. So the uh, the two home teams win yesterday, the two favorites win yesterday. A lot of NFL to get to. We'll start looking forward to week 16 here and uh, some power rankings coming up. We have a couple guests later in the show, Pam Maldonado on college football. Can't wait to uh, talk to Pam on the bowl games that are have happened already, but certainly the ones coming up. And Mike Rippey on NFTs and fantasy football in the 11 o'clock hour. So I'm excited for all that. I can't wait to hear our power rankings to see where Joe O goes after, really after, I mean, the Patriots loss and kind of the way this went with the Bucks losing to it. I think we're going to have some differences now. And the Cardinals go down again. So all that will factor in to what we do with our power rankings coming up. But I'll start here with the Eagles and what they did last night and their win. That game, depending on where you got it, depending on what number you got. And, and I, you know, we teased it down yesterday as part of the show tease we did and that worked, but depending on where you got the Eagles over the past five or six or seven days, if you were on that side or Washington, I mean, that could have been a, that could have ranged from very little sweat to a total sweat to it was home early to it was out of the way or like that game based on when you got it. It's, it's unlike any game I can remember in a while. Because if you got the Washington football team plus 12 and a half last Friday, boom, that was an easy cover when you went up 10 nothing. If you were on the Eagles, you know, minus 10 yesterday, that was a push. If you got them at nine and a half, which it went to before kickoff, all right, you, you had to sweat that out to the end. Joe, oh, that was the kind of game last night, 10 nothing Washington early, which is why in a division game between two more, you know, more than I'd say mediocre kind of teams, right? The Eagles are better than that, but they're not great. You took the points. And you probably felt unbelievable up 10 nothing, And then all of a sudden, the Eagles race back and score 20 straight. And it's like, where is this going at the end? And until until Gilbert got stopped on the second to last possession, it was like, are they going to score again? Is this going to be an easy cover for Washington? It ends up 27-17 Eagles cover for a lot of people, I would think. Apologize for being a minute late. I was on the score screaming about how terrible Robert Quinn is, so uh, I had to get that in. Right that statue the- <laughs> is going to drive you crazy. Wrong. It's drive me nuts. Wrong. What's wrong? He's fantastic. He's great. That's why they're giving him a statue. Yeah. Anyways, we're here to talk about <laughs> about the Eagles. So, I once we saw the news shortly after our show that it was going to be Gilbert. Right. It it moved immediately. I'm like, keep climbing, keep climbing. So I waited waited all right i think some public money is going to come in right before the game once people realize oh wait we have football games to bet on this evening i got the 10 thank god i got the 10 i i cashed my ticket in the first quarter 10 nothing 10 nothing and i got 10 in my pocket i'm good 
That like interception off of Goddard's foot was the oh, most yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Inter- the, the craziest part is, did you did you know it happened? I mean, nobody knew that ball was intercepted. No, no explanation. Sanchez, your guy, stunk. He bad. was terrible on was the broadcast. And I, in I, our, I think in our draft, you had him like in the, I know. the top I had, of rounds. I had high hopes for Mark Sanchez. Very disappointed <laughs> last night. I mean, he made the Monday Night Football crew. I mean, look like we're going way back, way back. Like John Madden's in the booth. I mean, come on, Cassell. That, that's what that's what he made Monday Night Football look like. He was terrible, but also the football team was brutal. Yeah, that that was a rough one. That was rough. And there, he goes. We know how good they are at running the football. And of course, Bears fans here paying attention to Jordan Howard. See, he's still got a little bit of something. Like, yeah, well, he's coming in. And he's 100%. He's not the lead back. You've right. got Sanders covering, covering, carrying the heavy load. And uh, your Eagles go over on the win total, over six and a half, but um, 519 total yards. I know it started ugly. And we addressed this yesterday. You really brought it up just about what, what could happen with such a long layoff that we could see a slow start. And that's exactly what happens. So it, you're smarter than me if you just did Washington first half. I'm sure Paul quickly mentioned it there. We that was our only loss in the contest this week. Washington plus nine. I, I do oh, feel yeah. Yeah. I do feel if we got a little bit lucky, and it was part of our guessing there, I do think if Heineke or Allen were in, we may have covered the point spread. I think you would have. I, I think maybe a garbage score at the end, even if it would even if that would have been the case, I do think we would have covered maybe make it a one-score game there, but hey, we're not going to complain about a, a four-and-one. But that was domination, seven point four yards per play for your Eagles. For for me, it was a push. I would call it a push because that's where we ended up closing it. Hey, we got a number that actually went over over the total. It goes over forty-two, just barely, just barely. Um, it's a situation also where. You know the only thing that the football team can do is run the football, and they did a great job stopping Antonio Gibson. Some good catches early from him in the passing game, but that, but they didn't impact, that did not impact the result too much. But you get that cheap touchdown early, football team backers feeling good, and it was all Philly from there on out. Yeah, we'll talk through uh, some awards that are up for grabs later. But, Joe, you mentioned something on the show a couple days ago about Coach of the Year and if there's a long shot there. <laughs> I think Nick Sirianni's name is going to start getting talked there about. There we go. I mean, look, they had a six and a half win total. They could win now, ten. We we did not bring this up on the air. This was during oh, oh, the break. Was off the air? Okay. Yeah. Well, I let's think bring it, it up right now. Air. Let's yeah. bring it up right now, and we'll do it more later. We'll, we'll kind of look at the whole thing. But just quickly before we move to the Rams game, their win total was six and a half. They could get to ten. I think nine is probably the likely where they're going to land. But they could get to ten wins here. Giants against Jake Fromm on Sunday. Washington again. Dallas, we'll see if Dallas plays or players. So nine or ten wins, certainly in play for the Eagles. And this offense, I mean, this offense in the middle of the year flipped. I mean, he's got to get credit for that. I mean, it, it was pass-heavy. It wasn't working. It wasn't efficient. They were two and five. Joe, I'm sure you saw the stat. It probably resonated a little bit with you. They're the first team since the 1985 Bears to run for 175 yards in seven straight games. I mean, this is the best rushing attack in the NFL uh, they have a running quarterback that obviously helps, but last night he only ran for 38. It was more of his arm last night. They are a dominant run game, and and now they're an interesting team down the stretch because I I would think if you're the number two seed and the Eagles get in as the seven, they're going to be a handful. Like they'll you know they'll be underdogs obviously in the playoffs. But I think Sirianni's did a really nice job. He's better than I thought he was. And you can still find him at 100 to one at Fanduel wow. if you're interested. 
It's a long shot. I, I did see it at another sports book. Went from 100 down to 65 this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a path, though, isn't there? And part of that path includes the Buffalo Bills winning on Sunday. Because if the Patriots sweep the Bills two times in three, in three games, and, it, and then it looks clear that they're going to get to double-digit wins all with a rookie quarterback, one of the top defenses in the league, a lot of the opt-outs returning. With, there were expectations, I think, top end of them making the postseason, but nobody talked about them winning the East. If they win on Sunday, I think Belichick's probably going to wrap it up. I agree. Probably. But there, there is that path, and with such little football left, for a 100-to-one shot at a lot of different books, it, it's probably worth a play. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can I name five guys? that are more likely to win the award? Of course I can. But we're, if we're looking for some value, uh, that Sirianni number, that schedule there, it's open for them to, to win every game. And make the playoffs. And that would be the cherry on top. If they get they yeah. get from four, they were a four-win team last year, four, 11, and one. If they go from there to 10 and seven and make the playoffs, uh, yeah. that's yeah. coach of the year kind of stuff. So Eagles win last night. Hurts bounces back, looked good last night, probably his best throwing game of the year. And the Eagles are up back to seven and seven, tied last playoff spot. Joe, the other game, it just was kind of blah. I mean, the Eagles game was more interesting for me because they went down, came back. I couldn't That's, watch it. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. The app, the app issue. Yeah, you, the issue you know, Fox Sports. Is that what happened to you? Maybe, maybe I'm just lazy. So I, I did bring up Fox Sports app. I went to the Fox Sports website, and they would only bring me to the game in my area, the NFC East game. And I, I couldn't get to it. And people were sending me some some ways to get around it and change your zip code. I'm not going – whatever. I'd I rather found, just complain about the NFL. <laughs> I found uh, – you know, you ever stream games? Like you just search for a stream? Yeah. That's what I found, and I kind of had it on Crack my computer. Streams. But no, I had the same issue. Fox Sports app took me to the game I was mm-hmm. watching on my TV, and I'm like, no, this is – I want the other game. Yahoo I, I too. The, yeah, I had the same issue. So I found a, yeah. I found a stream out there, and I was watching some of it. I just – Every time I looked down, it was Cooper Cup making another catch. By the way, Cooper Cup, what do you have? Nine more catches last night. What an amazing year! The, the one award race that I feel like is being no one's talking about. I think you tweeted about it last night. Uh-huh. Cup, Jonathan Taylor, Offensive Player of the Year. They're both having ridiculous seasons. Everybody's talking about Rodgers Brady because it's the MVP. But the best race is Offensive Player of the Year, and people just don't care that much about it because it's not a quarterback. I get that. Uh, the books that have posted the, the fresh odds, it's a pick em with three games left. Wow. Taylor was the favorite yesterday, and then Cup responds last night. Nine grabs, 136 yards, two touchdowns. Paul, I was very happy because I have him in the guillotine league, so I, I'm still in the running here during our playoff here. He has 1,625 yards, 1,625. He is on pace to take Calvin Johnson's record. He would beat him by nine right now. 1973, and Calvin Johnson had 1964 when he set the record. Remarkable. An unbelievable year. Which season-long prop do you have on Cup that you mentioned at the start of? 22 to one most receptions. And how far ahead is he? Oh, he's got, yeah, he's got to be way ahead. Of the, I, he, I mean, he's been up. You stop looking. Pitches. You cash your ticket. You're spending that yeah. money. It's in my mind already, yeah. I think I took it after week two or three. I threw it on the show because those first few weeks, he had so many targets from Stafford. It became clear Stafford really liked Cooper Cup. It is interesting. Matthew Stafford has had such an interesting career for a lot of reasons, but 
he's going to mm-hmm. be attached to the two best receiving seasons of all time. Wow. The quarterback for, for Cup and Got to give Johnson. him a little credit. At least he knows where to go with the football. Right? He's not a dummy. I'm just going to get thrown to that guy over and over again. Unlike his opponent last night. So where are we with Russ? Tougher opponent. Looked better the last three weeks. Right. Softer competition. And part of this is looking ahead to week number 16. That guy? That offense? Touchdown favorites? Are you kidding me? I know it's the Bears, but come on. It just It's one of those numbers that screams at you where I, should we even care that much about the opponent? They should not be favored by this much. That was my reaction. I tweeted about this on Sunday right before the games got going. Got the five? Hold up. Hold up. Right. The Jaguars are favored by five over a National Football League team? That's how I feel right now with the Seahawks with this matchup on Sunday. Well, and that offense really has been bad for a while. And like it, it, we talked about it. I mean, last night, 17 to 31, 156 yards for Russell Wilson. It's QBR 28 and a half, 55.3 passer rating. It's just, yeah. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, he's just, is, is this just a bad year and a blip? This is going to be the story of the offseason when they trade him. Because someone's going to trade multiple number ones for Russell Wilson, right? They're going to, they're going to bite their lip and they're uh, going to say, bad year, he's Russell Wilson. I can't believe they gave Pete Carroll a five-year extension one year ago. I know. Looks He's terrible. 70, and his in-game decisions are horrendous, and he's worried about running the football instead of fixing Russ. Yeah, that's going to change your path this season. It's lo- one thing about that game, too. It's the low-hanging fruit, which I hate to discuss, but we have to this year because it's one of the biggest stories. The officials. How is that not... Pass interference on DJ Dallas last night. I know. Uh, what? What? And and I needed the Rams to cover the four and a half. What are we doing? What are? <laughs> what is that? Have they really gotten? Like, is this the worst year you've ever seen, or are we just hyper focused on it? Do we I say that every year? Yeah. I, I. Yeah. I was wondering the exact same thing last night when Casos on time was doing his rants against the, the officials, which I do love for entertainment purposes only. Yes. But I, I did wonder that. We always complain about the refs. But I, I know we're in the heat of the moment. So recency bias, we're going to think this is the worst ever. I truly think, I don't recall it ever being this bad. That was an embarrassing call last night, or not call. Now, I mean, we get every play. angle, and we get 50 right. replays, and we get the slow-mo and all that more than ever before. But that one, what? <laughs> what? No idea. No it's idea. Great. But we're saying that about every game, and, and I hate it. I hate having that conversation. Uh, Seattle, 200, 214 total yards. 214 total yards. So are they, are they as bad as they were a month ago? And had a tougher opponent because yeah. you get Ramsey, Von, you, know, you know, Aaron you Donald, of course. Yeah. Competition, okay. right? They beat the Texans. They came back, and, and then they went over the Niners. It feels like an egg the Niners laid. But, I mean, most of it has been who they got to play the last couple weeks. Yeah. Bears seven defense points. look good on Monday night. It's the only part of the team look good. Bears plus seven is the play. Feels like it on Sunday. Coming up, power rankings. By the way, Cardinals minus 160, Rams plus 140 now to win the West. That is a race. Both at 10 wins with three weeks to go. Joe O, Joe G, it is Becky L. Daly coming up on the other side. Our power rankings with three weeks to go. Who are the top five teams in the NFL? We'll unveil that next right here on the Becky L. Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.